0: hello 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 and welcome back to ttc while lgbt i am your host danielle marie and i'm heather and we're finally back <laughs> hello so is this thing on yeah <laughs> does our equipment work <laughs> include a doo, doo, doo sound. <laughs> um yeah we took a little bit of a big break <laughs> a little bit of a massive hiatus yeah um I take 100% responsibility for that break. Uh, I just was struggling really bad with anxiety, depression, fighting my ADHD. The works. The works. <laughs> so yeah, but I'm, I think I'm in a better space now. And I think this is a good
1: time to come back. I think it was also a combination of, like you said, not only going through that, but then with all the different things that were going on with work, you were trying to like potentially change jobs, you had a second job temporarily. And, and like it was chaotic. Yeah. So chaotic scheduling as well. So
0: yeah. So there was just a lot going on. And yeah, I I just I'm I'm sorry for leaving you. Please take us
1: back. Please take <laughs> us back.
0: Uh yeah. And you can expect episodes from us every Tuesday from now on. Hold us to it. <laughs> yeah. Please roast me (laughs) on social media. Also, before we get into today's topic, happy National Coming Out Day. I actually publicly came out 10 years ago today on National Coming Out Day. Oh. Yeah. I was like out to like a few people, but I like came out like on like social media. Gotcha. 10 years ago.
1: I never did anything like that. Yeah. (laughs) So. (laughs) But uh, kudos to anyone who does. Yeah. And also
0: don't feel the pressure to come out if you don't feel if safe. If you're not ready. Or if you're, you're not, not sa- ready. Yeah.
1: Or if you're not safe. Exactly. Yeah. It's a very good point.
0: And if you do come out and you get kicked out, I'm your mom now. And Heather <laughs> is your dad. <laughs> so. Virtual hugs. Virtual hugs. You can come to Illinois. It's not great. but <laughs> It's not. It's not great. It's not great. We have an air mattress, though. So we can take care of you. <laughs> We don't have any money. And but, some snacks. Yeah, we have some <laughs> snacks and an air mattress. What else can you need? What more do you want? And, and a lot have, of love. I was say, and Netflix. <laughs> and Netflix. <laughs> yeah, you name the streaming
1: service, we, we have it. We <laughs> got Disney, we got Netflix. We, we got them all covered. Yeah. So Apple TV, you know. Yeah. So got plenty of stuff to watch while you eat yeah. your snacks on our air mattress. Can you tell that we haven't done this in a while? Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, yeah. So let's first, I do want to talk about Coming out, especially in the TTC. Wow, the TTC. Easy for me to say, space, because I feel like you are constantly coming out. Yep. In every aspect, you know, you meet a new doctor, you come out. You meet a new nurse, you come out. Yep. A phlebotomist, you come Literally. out.
1: The receptionist, every (laughs) every single aspect of if you change a doctor, 100%, you're coming out to every single person that you interact with there. I kind of wanted to
0: talk and like kind of give you guys a little bit of like backstory on how like we've had to come out multiple times during TTC. So I specifically remember when we first decided that we were gonna start trying to have kids, and I went and called, I was calling different doctor's offices and it was so awkward to have to be like do you guys take same-sex couples and and this should have been like the red flag when I called the one that we actually ended up going to
1: the receptionist put me on hold right like if you don't have an automatic answer for that right then the answer answer is is no no, exactly then the answer is already no
0: yeah so she like put me on hold for like five minutes like it was a long time and then she came back and then was like she asked me a question or something and then like put me on hold again and then finally came back and was like yeah that's fine and that should have been the warning bells right there (laughs) exactly because it's like
1: red flag right
0: (laughs) and i know like some people have like limited options when it comes to fertility doctors but we live in an Mm -hmm. area that we have so many options it wasn't
1: limited on doctors yeah yeah so which is why shame on us for still going there. Exactly. A separate yeah. problem. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, cause then like we went to like the doctor we have now who is our angel <laughs> saving grace. <laughs> <Aww>. I will <laughs> literally say that every time I talk about her. Yes.
1: hundred percent. But
0: like we, we walked in and she just treated us like, any other couple, like yeah.
1: never really. I mean, she did have, she did obviously ask us questions, right? She had to get down, like, had to find out certain things, like, okay, who's gonna carry? Who wants yeah. to do this? Who wants to do this? You know that kind of stuff. But it was never like a big deal of like, oh, okay. So I didn't realize, you know, it was yeah. like it was never a big deal. No, it was. If just anything, like- she actually told us she was like, no, she like it's almost like we brought it up. I'm pretty sure because of the previous doctor, yeah. telling her about our our experience. And first of all, she was horrified for us. Yes. And secondly, then she went on and she was like talking about, she goes, no, she goes, I have all kinds of LGBT clients and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And she's like, you know, there's why wouldn't I help you? Like, it, yeah. it seemed like to blow her mind. Like that's dumb. Yeah. 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 Plus it's like money's money. Like it doesn't matter Wait, where, you, who it comes from. If you, whether you agree or not, just do your job Yeah.
0: But whatever. That's a different yeah. tangent. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, our current fertility doctor, she, I think like 20% of her patients are LGBT. She was saying something it crazy. It was like 15, yeah. 15 or 20%. And it was really funny because there was one day we went in, and we were all of her clients that day were all LGBT, and she was like, "I wish this could be my life every day." Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. She said she gets like like excited for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: so two totally different experiences, yeah. but like, it's a it's another example of having to come out because if you're mm-hmm. trying to find a new doctor or you're just starting your journey, mm-hmm. like that, that's something that you have to consider that yeah. like. Even if someone can maybe, like, they'll put it aside, but it's like, and I understand that, again, like like you said, if if you're in an area where maybe you don't have a lot of options... Maybe that's the only one you have, mm-hmm. but it just sucks that like that you'd be in that situation. But even if you have to kind of, you have to come out to the doctor and if they don't seem gung-ho for it, it's like, uh okay, now I'm stuck with going to you or do I have to start traveling? And what if you don't have the money to do right. that? Like, yeah. so it does suck, but it is something that is part of the process. You yeah. have to come out every single time. Yeah. And part of, I was actually going to mention part of like,
0: you know, traveling as an option. If it's something that you have the opportunity to maybe save for, we were actually talking to, to our doctor about this because we, we have been like on and off thinking about moving out of state mm-hmm. for as long as we've been together. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and so we talked to her because we don't ever want to go to another fertility yeah, doctor. exactly But she even said that you can have a doctor somewhere else mm-hmm. and they can... Like recommend you to a clinic in your area so you just have to go to testing for there but they're your doctor right so and they do all your, your checkups your and yeah. all
1: your your like monitoring and all that kind of stuff locally to yeah. where you are so you're not traveling all the time but for the big stuff the important stuff the actual like if i get you know, any sort of transfer that kind big of event, event. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah the big event you just travel to them. That is when you travel to the doctor that you want yep. to be, you know, seen by. Yeah, and I understand that that's not an option she, for everybody. She even has patients who do that. Yes, because that's why that's how it got brought up. She was telling she has people flying in from all over the place. Yeah, like, doesn't she even had one that's not even in the U.S.? No, yeah, she has someone who lives in Dubai. And that's what I thought it was, Dubai. Yes, that's crazy. But yeah. like that, just I mean, it's a testament to that doctor that if mm-hmm. you're willing to travel, yeah, then. You're going to make it happen. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. And I understand some people don't have the means, but I think right. some people just don't, they might have the means. They just don't know that it's an option. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So if you are fortunate enough to either be able to save up to do it or that you're just in a, in a position where you can do it automatically. Yeah. Yeah then just know that you're not stuck with just whatever's local because it's around you. Like, thankfully, there would be an option for you. Yeah, for sure.
0: So, yeah, I just think going into TTC as an LGBTQIA plus person, you just have to be ready to be constantly, constantly coming out. And it sucks. And I hope that there's a point where... That doesn't matter. Like, the mm. only thing that
1: matters is, like, obviously they need to know what anatomy they're working with. Well, right. But that, I mean, that goes to, for no matter what type of couple you are. Right. I mean, even if it was, I hate to say the, you know, like, the traditional, as everyone I, tends to look at it, as one cisgender man, one cisgender woman, they want to go have a baby. It's not working. They go to a doctor. They try to get it figured out. Well, they're still going to have to figure out medically what's going on for both of those people. So they need to know what they're working with. They need to do all the background stuff, all that kind of stuff. So it's, it doesn't change as soon as you now change a factor in that couple, right? You know, so or change both factors. Who you know? You know, change everything. Right. they still are going to have to obviously ask you a bunch of questions. You got to go through all the medical stuff, and they need to know because like it changes your options. Yeah. You know, obviously, if like we are both people with uteruses. So that is some different options than someone who they're a couple that don't have any uteruses, yeah. you know, so it's like, or there's one uterus, there's no, you know, like there's like, you know, like people who don't even want to do that and they want to go straight to adoption and stuff, yep. but it changes your options depending on what kind of couple you are, which by default means it's always going to be part of your process. It just, yeah. And it does suck because it gets very tiring, but I mean, it's the same thing as when you're just going out in public and you go to a bar and you know, people see and all of a sudden they're like, Oh wait, you guys are together. And it's like Mm -hmm. coming out again. Or if you're single and someone tries to hit on you and you're not interested and then it's you coming out again, you know, it's like, it's just constantly. And it's just, like, can this one thing where I'm trying to start my family not be that, where right. I constantly feel like I'm put on this, like, stage where I have to, like, give a whole another monologue again about right. my life and where I am and who I am. But it's yeah. like, unfortunately, it is part of the package. Yeah.
0: And I mean, like, I feel like I experience this a little bit, I don't know, maybe more than... Heather does just because I'm more straight passing Mm -hmm. but so many people are like I'll be like oh yeah I'm married or whatever and everyone's like oh like what's your husband like and it's always like my spouse because I, because obviously Heather doesn't prefer wife but sometimes I do say wife for
1: the dramatic effect (laughs) because I love watching people get uncomfortable especially if you know that that's gonna be the reaction oh yeah oh yeah 100% yeah yeah
0: yeah because I mean like when I went to register for school the coordinator was like oh like you know when did you and your husband meet and I'm like oh my wife and like even she was like Oh my God. She's like, that's so bad of me. I shouldn't assume. And I was like, well, hopefully next time you won't, right. but like, and it was also, that's a good reaction. Yeah. Like
1: even she was immediately like, Oh my God, I can't believe I did yeah. that. Like you
0: she's know? awesome. I love her. She's a great person. I'm not saying like, Oh, that was a really shitty thing to do, but like, yeah, she immediately was like, why'd I even assume she that? She basically, she checked herself. Oh yeah, exactly. You, know? you right. You right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah,
1: unfortunately coming out is just a part of the process. Which and then, even after, like, when we were going through some of our process, mm-hmm. I feel like even on the grief side of it, we have to come out. Yeah, you know. Let's. Yeah. I mean, we we're coming out all the time because people always assume like, oh, so you don't have any kids, right? Well, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. He's just not here. Yeah, you know. So it's like that, and then that's a yeah another one where they're like, Ooh, you yeah. know, it's like it's icky. Yeah. It's like you know, it's it's taboo. It's touchy. It's negative. It's yeah. depressing. It's sad. And yes, yes, it is very much so, but. It's also the truth, and yeah. I'm not going to act like he didn't exist. So right. I have to come out as a parent, yeah, you know, who has a child who's deceased. Yeah, that is another aspect of coming out every single time. Yeah, and it's like sucks because it's like we're just stacking the deck. Yep. <laughs> it's like, so in case we didn't already have enough, yeah, it's things like they have to come out about now. Here's another one, yeah, because
0: yeah. it's like, oh, by the way, I'm queer. Oh, and I'm trying to have a baby with my spouse. Oh, and I. Have a kid that didn't make it. Like, it's like, I'm just going to tell you
1: everything. Constantly, yeah. Yeah. But
0: it's like over and over and over again. So, yeah. Unfortunately, it's something that we just have to kind of grit our teeth and do. But I'm hoping that all of you out there can find at least, you know, a clinic
1: that'll respect you and... Right. Like like you said, with our doctor, like, yeah, yeah. we technically, we by default came up, but we didn't really have to have a whole big to do about it. She was just like, all right, cool. And when she walked in the office and we were sitting there, she was like, all right, great, cool. And like I said, you're always, they're going to be the medical aspect where they have to know a lot of things, mm. obviously, in, in order to give you the correct you know, options and diagnoses and medications and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But it did make it easier where the entire time, like, and she was like on it, even with like, there was an issue with like our profiles or something. Like they were trying to link it in some weird, weird way. And oh yeah. It's it's this whole thing in, in their computer system, but no one has ever made it feel really truly like it was our issue. Yeah. Except for that one lady at the other office. But yeah. that's a, <clears throat> here nor there. That's a anyway terrible story that yeah. we might tell at a later but, date. <laughs> Like even with each nurse, the phlebotomist, mm-hmm. every tech, every yeah. aspect was always just like, okay, you're in, yeah. come on in. It was never a big
0: deal. No, and it was so funny too because I went to like ninety nine percent of Heather's appointments, mm-hmm. and but then I started coming alone for some of mine, and Especially everyone. When yours was
1: like the like how many days a week or whatever yeah. you were going
0: and. I would go and everyone would be like, where's Heather? where's Heather? Where's Heather? Where's Heather? Like, it was very much like, I'm like, we, I get it. Like <laughs> they we're unit. Me. Like they I get it, me. but it was all, it was never, like, it was never weird yeah. with that clinic. But like where my, our, the first one we went to the doctor would like refer to Heather as my husband. And it's like, and I could tell, like it
1: was, she was not doing it with, good intentions like it wasn't like an accident and right exactly and not it definitely wasn't an accident it was pointed exactly it was like almost like an attack yeah and again it was hindsight red flag but yeah I just I really do hope that eventually it's not an issue like I said I mean there's all different ways you're constantly having to come out already Mm -hmm. and you're going to have to go through that a little bit with TTC but hopefully eventually maybe you guys would also find a doctor like we did where Yeah, tech, like I said, they have to ask a certain questions, but it's not a coming out every single time. And it's it's way it's a big relief to not constantly feel like every single person. Oh, there's another new person. I'm gonna have to go through all this again because they're yeah. gonna be like, oh, so where's your husband? And they are yeah. like, I don't have a husband. I have done it. You know, it's yeah. like it's like it's not it's it's not that. And yeah. I, it's so relieving knowing that anytime we go to that office, it doesn't matter if they have a whole brand new person. I right. guarantee you because they're working with our doctor. They would have already been addressed like, hey, this yeah. is not going to be an issue. You know, like it's yeah. just like it's so relieving knowing that that's not a fight we have to fight.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, we pretty much
0: said all that we can say on Yeah. coming out. So we're also going to talk about since we did take a long break, Yeah. I think I thought it would be really important to talk about taking breaks whilst trying Mm -hmm. to conceive because I know there are some people out there that feel like they just need to keep plugging go go go. yeah Yeah. until something happens but I feel like there is sometimes there's sometimes a lot of benefit from kind of just like taking a step back I Mm -hmm. know like we have we have had to take breaks for financial reasons mm-hmm. more so than right anything right. else but, but- there's,
1: yeah you, know, you might need it for a physical you might need it for emotional mm-hmm. and mental type of thing you might it might not even be for those and maybe it's just hey we don't have the funds yeah and yeah it might be a financial reason but like there are legitimate reasons and, and also and if you don't need a break that's that's fine too oh yeah really if you are financially capable and or you have a healthcare system and or plan that will help you along more power to you and you don't think you need any breaks for any other reason by all means do what's right for you but just don't don't think it negatively on yourself or your journey with your partner and stuff like that if you need if you feel that you need a break
0: yeah yeah and I honestly think like and that's the thing is when we had it when we took our first break so after our first IUI didn't work and we took six months off or whatever, I felt like a failure. Like, I felt like it was all wasted time. And that's the thing is, like, if you have to take a break, regardless of your reason, like, never, never think of it as like wasting time. Or, yeah. like, I know, especially in the generation that we grew up in, it's everyone's like, your biological clock is ticking, it's tick, 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 and tick, yeah, all this stuff. And, like, I get it. Like, yeah, you might not, there are some people who, prefer to not be in their 40s having kids start, but right. there are people who would like are now 40 and want to get pregnant and now they're ready and, and then, that's awesome as long as you have all the working parts you need like that's right. that's great
1: well, i so, even have um i have a cousin who she's a year younger than me mm-hmm. and she froze her eggs yeah because she knew that she wasn't ready yet but she knows that she eventually wants to yeah but she also is understanding like hey biologically maybe maybe now is better to reserve them rather than later and increase my odds once I'm actually ready to do that yeah and there's i mean like trust trust your own like process you yeah. know like if you if you don't feel that it's ready and you're not time then it's not time yeah you know like then that's fine yeah but there's but like you said, don't feel like it's a bad thing like if right. you're if you're you're putting yourself behind. You're like oh, now I'm yeah. This is a bad thing. Yeah. Or like you said, it's like it felt. It definitely felt that first one. And I think it was because it was ingrained in our minds. Like, like it felt negative. It yeah. felt like it was a
0: bad thing. Yeah. Well, and I think too, it's like. I feel like, especially because of, like, social media and stuff, it's portrayed. Like, if you follow other people who are TTC, yeah. it's very much portrayed as, like... Everything's we're perfect. Just, yeah, every well, and everything is, like, if it doesn't work, in the next cycle, we go again, go again, go yeah. again. And it's, like, some people don't have the money. They don't have the emotional mm-hmm. headspace. Sometimes, maybe, like... And, I mean, fertility meds mess you up. Yeah. Like, yeah. I after every single round of treatment i've had minus the time i got pregnant i my period was messed up for months i I would have terrible like menstrual cramps and my pms would be really bad
1: when you're in the mid cycle you would all of a sudden you're getting your um like ovulating cramps like worse yeah afterwards too like yeah
0: it was all like i would just get so out of whack and like And then you have the, you know, the weight gain and like all the other stuff that comes with it. Yeah. The hormonal ups and downs, the hot flashes. I mean, not everyone goes through the same thing, but I mean, I'm just speaking from personal experience, but I mean, your body goes
1: through a lot. Right. And then if you're someone who's prone to either, you know, anxiety or depression and that kind of stuff, it's, it's hard to not internalize that and then start, you know, like self blaming for a lot of things and. And on top of it, it's just being, you know, doubled and tripled and stuff like that based on all of the hormones that you're going through and make it, and it's like doubling down yeah. all of the guilt and stuff like that. So it's like, it's, it's a hard enough process. Yeah. So if you, if you need a break for any, any of the reasons, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Take a break. It's yeah. okay. Like yeah. don't, and it's, and like you said, like, it's so hard because we have so much pressure socially, mm-hmm. like more than any generation before because we're growing up with all the social media and it's it goes to everything like I constantly have to be pretty I constantly have to be like doing these certain things I have to make sure that I have all my ducks in a row and do all my thing all my things in life right and I can only show all these positive things and if I don't feel that I also can go 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 try 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 then I'm doing something wrong it doesn't if you can't go try 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 you need to break in between that's fine that's okay it's completely valid yeah
0: Yeah. And I mean, it might even
1: be better for you. Right.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, so we've had to take a break financially every single time we were going to jump right in after losing Garrett, but that's because we were in a situation where we sold our house. We actually sold our house to pay for to pay off a lot of the debt, our medical bills. Mm -hmm. And, but when we lost, so when we lost Garrett, we actually weren't, we were still living with my dad. And so we kind of had more financial freedom in that moment to go back right away. But I think it was also like we needed to do it then or we didn't
1: know yeah. when we were going to jump was, back yeah. in. I mean, we, we definitely got some raised eyebrows. Oh, yeah, for and sure. And full on comments. Yeah. But it was, I think it was like regardless of whether, whether it was going to work or not. Right. It was almost for us, like, we needed to, we needed to do it just so that we knew we could. Yeah. It was very much, like, in that moment, it was a ready, set, go. Like, we right. just if we, had to go. If we didn't do it, like, who knows? It's like, if we, later, it's like, well, now it's too much. Now, yeah. I, now I can't, you know? Yeah. So it's like, we kind of needed to, and whether it was going to work or not, right you know? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like Heather said,
0: anything, your journey is valid regardless of where you're at. But I was also, I kind of want to touch on, like, when you are taking a break, like, maybe some things that can make you feel more productive even Mm. when you're not feeling productive. One of the biggest things that I have tried to focus on is being more mentally and emotionally sound with the outcome of what's going to come. I've just kind of been working on being more like, you know, expressing more gratitude in what I have in life right now because it's like there is a really good potential that Heather and I will never have any living children.
1: Mm. I mean, I mean, there's it's a like it's 50, not, 50 shot. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's not that it's like, obviously it's not a hope, but it's like, right. Preparing ourselves for that. It might be a reality. Right. Like, yeah.
0: And it's like, and even though that that might be hard, but that is kind of some work mentally that needs to be done to, you know, maybe move on to the next part of the process. Or like before we got pregnant with Garrett, I, I cut, you know, I stopped drinking alcohol. I pretty much started acting as if I was pregnant. I was eating, you know, I was avoiding some, like, certain foods. And I know for some people, like, that's not, you don't want to do that or that's not an option. But for me, it felt productive
1: that I was getting ready. Right. You were actually preparing your body. Right. And
0: in my head, it helped me think that this is, I don't need to... We don't
1: need to try any sooner because I need this amount of time. Right, I you needed prep this, exactly. Yeah, and that's why I think, that's why I'm saying like that's why I think the break thing is even if you necessarily want to go right away, it might be a good thing that you because mm-hmm. it gives you that time to maybe like kind of prepare other things, whether it's a physical aspect, a financial aspect, or even just a, and a mental one. Like yeah. if you're not in the right headspace, and how it seems so like weird to say, but it's like. I mean, you never know. Like, we didn't want to go into something negative. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, if we already go into this thinking it's not going to work, then it's not going to work. Exactly. You know, so it's like, and I know that's not how, I know that's not how it works. It's not how biology works. I know, I I understand science is a thing, but like, you know, it is still, it's still like, you can't help but like kind of feel like that. So, oh, yeah. That's, I mean, it was kind of nice where, I mean, I didn't have any physical side to really prepare myself for, but yeah, but it's like, emotionally having time in between right can be can be helpful
0: yeah well and like taking I mean we took the break after the first doctor that we had to assess that we needed a new new doctor doctor. exactly and like sometimes you need that perspective because some people
1: are just like all right well we just have to do it and it's like that was us those some people that was us at first yep when we were with that doctor we were just like all right well we don't, and we both, we, we even discussed having some, a little bit of a weird feeling, but we were yeah. like, it's just, it's just cause it's weird or whatever, but yeah. this is, this is what we have. Yeah. And then once we had that break afterwards, we had some time and that's when we were like, why didn't we truly discuss how off we felt? Yeah. Cause then I remember we were sitting in the car and we were like, wait, you felt that drag, like dramatically bad about this. And I was like, I felt that dramatically yeah. bad about this. Why did we not like fully express? We both, I guess maybe we were just both scared to be like that it was going to be a bad thing. I don't know. But like yeah. we didn't truly fully discuss it until afterwards. And it was like, all right, well, then now this break is perfect because not only do we need to save up money, but we need to find a whole new place to go because we're not coming back here, Yeah, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah. And I think, yeah, I mean, it, we might be in a totally, we could have been in a totally different spot if we just spoke up.
1: Right. then it moment. would have been sooner. Yeah. So,
0: you know, maybe you even need just a break to...
1: Gain some perspective. Yeah. Because <laughs> like I said, it was like... We both felt it was weird during it, but it wasn't until after that it was, like, really noticing and looking at it from, like, literally hindsight, the outsiders, a third party, whatever you want to call it. But all of a sudden we're like, yeah, no, that was a lot weird, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, okay, so we need to change this up. Yeah, for sure. And we wouldn't, we might probably wouldn't have done that if we tried, if we would have tried to, or if we would have had the money already saved up. Yeah. To go again. We probably wouldn't have taken that time. We probably Mm -hmm. was like, all right, well, until next appointment, even though we would have been like regretting it the whole time. Yeah. So it's actually, was a good thing. Yeah. I don't ever want to
0: say it'll happen when it happens because, or everything happens for a reason because that's, that's a whole other. Yeah. It's bullshit. And we're going to talk about that actually in next week's episode. (laughs) But I think that certain, I think, I just think that sometimes, we need to take a step back, take perspective. Obviously communication with your partner is you know, uh, yeah. So I just think, I just don't, I don't know. I just want to give the perspective of some like not always is being on a break from moving forward. It's not putting you backwards. Right it's just preparing you to take that next step
1: forward. Right. And that's why that's why I'm saying like taking those breaks it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing but it's ingrained in us to almost feel like if you're not moving forward you're you're plateauing which is just as bad as going backwards. Right, exactly. But it's not like is it, i mean it's, and it go obviously no not just that everything happens for a reason but but maybe even if you weren't planning a break and it just is like i got for us it was financial reasons that mm. kind of put us well then now looking back that was actually one of the best, I mean, not even just one of the, that was the best thing to happen to us yeah. to need a break at that moment because it led us to the, our dream doctor, yeah. our dream team, like our, yeah. the, the nurses, the techs, like we love everyone that we go to now. And at, that wouldn't have happened. Like I said, I mean, maybe it would have happened eventually, but it yeah. might've got prolonged more. If we, like I said, if we would have had that, we probably would have been one more try with that stupid doctor. Yeah. But I mean, so it was actually, it was kind of thankful. And I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm not going to say it's because everything happens for a reason. No. But maybe your situation lined up because it's like, and in, it in, in just in a beneficial way. Yeah. You know, maybe it wasn't destined to happen that way, but yeah. maybe you can gain something from it. Right. Because it happened.
0: Right. Yeah. We're kind of talking. Yeah. I would say it's more, a, you know, you just looking back. You just want to
1: gain perspective. Take, take a positive from it, even if it feels like it's a force break. Yeah,
0: exactly. So. Yeah. So that's all I've got. Yeah. Thanks for welcoming <laughs> us back onto your feed. Thank Was you. Virtual hugs. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for all the listens we've been getting on our even podcast. Even though we were gone. Yeah. Thank even you guys. though <laughs> we were gone, we are at over 400 listens that's on our crazy. podcast. So we love y'all and Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We will catch you next week on TTC While LGBT. And just remember, your fertility status is not your worth. Bye, guys. Bye. This has been a Danielle Marie Media production.